This is Sunday Rewind. Take it back now, y'all. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Now, here are your hosts, Tom Stevens and Mike Melby. Welcome in, Tom Stevens, Mike Melby, Husker Rewind. Excited because Husker basketball gets underway right now, uh, although we can't see it. There's only going to be a couple of these games, I think, where they play during our our time slot from 5 to 7. Yeah, and, and I've got a couple of breaking news before we really get going. It's always fun when we get to do breaking news on uh, Husker Rewind here on 93.7 The Ticket, ticketfm.com. Just announced moments ago, uh, pass rushing specialist Jackson Lee out of Frisco, Texas. He attends Lone Star High School. He was offered a scholarship by Matt Rule and Company last week. Uh, He visited for the Northwestern game, and he, uh, as of a couple of moments ago, is the 28th commitment in the 2024 class. So that is brand new. Jackson Lee uh, commits. He uh, will come in. He was hosted by Cam Linhart last weekend, uh, made a comment that the very first thing the coaching staff did, and Matt Rule specifically, was uh, nice to meet you. Where are your parents? We want to go talk to them. We want to get to know you, understand you, your family, what you're about. Uh, He was sold. Uh, feels the family atmosphere up here, but uh, he'll be a Husker. He is not going to enroll early. He wants to run track. Oh, guess what? <laughs> He's a track guy. Imagine yeah. that. That's, that's They'll take all track guys if yeah. they could. He's a uh, He was a preferred walk-on commit to Texas Tech. Uh, and then some more breaking news uh, just announced about an hour ago. The, the starter at center for tonight's exhibition game for Nebraska – supposedly was going to be Matar Jop, and Matar's got strep throat, so he's not going to play. Nebraska's got six healthy scholarship players and four walk-ons available for the game against Doan today. (sighs) It's not going to make any difference. I mean, it's an exhibition, so who cares? I'm not worried, but it's it's a little frustrating uh, that you... you, And even in that exhibition game, they didn't have several players available uh, to play in that exhibition game. Uh, where it sounds like they split with Utah. So maybe that's a good thing. I know Kasey Tamanaga has really practiced well. So I expect a big year. I know preseason, all Big Ten. Um, I think second team is where he landed. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think he's going to have a big year. And I think Nebraska basketball is really going to have a good year. And it sounds like they're starting to figure out the point guard position. Yeah, it was interesting. Um, all preseason, Fred Hoiberg had made the comment. You know, it's Jamal Lark, uh, Jamarcus Lawrence is going to be our guy. You know, yeah. he's going to, that's that's what we want to do. He's, you know, fitting into the role. It's really start, lights are starting to come on for him and playing that role, not the two, which is what he's always played. And lo and behold, there's a great article today in a couple of different papers about Boogie Coleman yeah. and how he's going to run the offense. Although Boogie will not start. It will be Jamarcus Lawrence. Uh, just so you know, starting five tonight, Jamarcus Lawrence, Casey Tomanaga, Sam Hoiberg, CJ Wilcher and Bryce Williams. Williams, the tallest Husker available at six foot nine. So he'll uh, he'll play point center, a little bit of Derek Walker ish. Except uh, Christensen can shoot the three. Yeah. <laughs> so it'll be fun. Yeah. Um, Rink Mask will not be in the lineup. I don't think Jawan Gary will play tonight. Nope. Um, Rink Mask involved in an altercation. I don't think anything that he did. Uh, I think he was. Quite frankly, attacked. Yeah, he was, um, that's kind of the gist of it. Uh, we'll cover that in the kickoff. And yeah. uh, 
Should we get to that? Yeah, we might as well just get we, to the kickoff. Yeah, we, we, we could do that. We don't even need a, a particular reason to get to the opening kickoff. We do it every week. Get off my lawn. Not off my lawn. <laughs> get off my lawn. Uh, let's see. Here it is. I think this is the opening kickoff. This is Keith Jones. There it is. Lasher will kick it off for Oklahoma. The Sooners are in white. We are in Lincoln, Nebraska, and we are ready to go. We are ready to go. We already kind of broke the news on a couple of different things. Jackson Lee commits to Nebraska. He is a pass rushing specialist out of Frisco, Texas. He joins 27 others that are committed to Nebraska in the 2024 class. Uh, breaking news as well. Matar Jop will not play in the exhibition game tonight. Starters for Nebraska basketball, Demarcus Lawrence, Casey Tominaga, Sam Hoytberg, C.J. Wiltshire, Bryce Williams. Uh, Rick Mast, as you uh, alluded to earlier, Tom, was allegedly assaulted by former North Dakota State linebacker Nick DeLuca on October 19th and will not play in tonight's exhibition game. DeLuca pushed Mast off of a scooter that he was riding and then began punching him for unknown reasons. Uh, there's speculation on some other people that may have been involved in this that have just crazy. some ties to the university. Uh, he was at a concert at PBA, apparently. Okay, yeah. And leaving and, the concert and tried to get on his scooter and was attacked. Yeah, and so we'll, we'll see how what all comes to this. Um, at any rate, uh, Rank was in the hospital for a while. He will not play, uh, probably not the first game against Lindenwood or whoever it is uh, coming up later this week. Also missing tonight's game, Josiah Alec. He injured an ankle in last week's scrimmage against Utah. Jawan Gary suspended for a violation of team policies. Blaze Cata and Ramel Lloyd Jr. are both still out while they rehab injuries. And Matar Jop, as I mentioned, is out with strep. Uh, we mentioned Jackson Lee is now committed to Nebraska football. However, they no longer have a running back commit as Kawan Lacey decommitted from the Huskers on Thursday. Yeah. And I think, I think that's he has a an Alabama loss. offer. Yeah, and I, I'm sure NIL has played into this a little bit as well. Uh, but bottom line is Nebraska's running back room um, it, it to me, hopefully Ramir Johnson gets that sixth season of eligibility. You're getting Gabe Irvin back. Gabe Irvin comes back. Emmett but Johnson seems to be a really good back. I, I like Emmett Johnson a lot. Um, they'll get somebody out of the portal. I I, I get it, but I, man, I'd love to have a high school guy too. No. Uh, let's see here. Hey, Nebraska soccer. We got to congratulate them. They won in the opening round of the Big Ten tournament, three to two, at Hibner Stadium earlier this afternoon. Also, Husker soccer player Eleanor Dale was named the Big Ten Forward of the Year on Friday. She is the national leader with 23 goals scored. I think she had two today, so she's got 25 now. Also, with the year-end awards for the Huskers, 30-year head coach John Walker. He was named Big Ten Conference Coach of the Year. And again, they knocked off Ohio State in the Big Ten Tourney 3-2 this afternoon. They will play Thursday in Columbus, Ohio, against the winner of Rutgers and Wisconsin. Uh, let's see. Six former Husker athletes entered the Nebraska Athletics Hall of Fame and they were celebrated in a ceremony on Friday at Memorial Stadium. The list was headlined by two-time national champion quarterback Tommy Frazier. How is Frazier not in prior to now? Yeah, he's in the College Football Hall of Fame, but he's not in the Nebraska Athletic Hall of Fame. Until last Friday. Yeah, anyway. Uh, others in the class were Lori Endicott, who was a hitter and a setter for Terry Pettit from 1985 to 88. Gymnast Emily Parsons, who was the NCAA Regional All-Around Champion in 2005 and 2006. Host of other awards, including being a seven-time first-time First team, All-American. Tully Thompson, a great wrestler. He was a heavyweight champion as a sophomore, wound up third as a junior and senior, uh, but 95 is when he had the heavyweight crown. Also a three-time conference champ and the heavyweight champ in the Big 8 tournament and the last two and the first Big 12 tournament. But Tully Thompson joined by uh, Brittany Timko, two-time All-Big 12 Player of the Year 
and then one of the greatest coaches of any sport uh, at Nebraska. Uh, I think probably one of the longest tenured too. Gary, Gary Pepin. Gary Pepin, 41 years as the track and field coach. Um, one of the things I wanted to mention, Nebraska volleyball played this weekend. They did. And we'll talk more with Tanya about it next hour. But they they destroyed Maryland and Rutgers. Um, I mean, which we knew they would. That, like, I didn't know that they would sweep them. I mean, usually you, you, you think sometimes so? you overlook a team like Maryland, Maryland or Rutgers, and they did not. I watched most of Friday night's game. I missed last night's game, but I watched most of Friday night's game. Harper Murray was insane. She wound up with 16 high kills, uh, career best 423 hitting percentage. Uh, the third set, 25-8 was the final. And I think three of the points for Maryland were, were service errors by Nebraska. Right. It was one of the most dominating sets I've ever seen Nebraska volleyball play. Absolutely insane. And then last night they rolled 25-22, 15 and 12 over Rutgers. Allie Batenhorst led the way, but um, holy smokes. Who's Nebraska's best volleyball player in your mind this year? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Because you can make a different argument every single night. The, 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 the player to me that's the MVP, and we asked Tanya this last week, and I liked her argument. Lexi Rodriguez is, and it's not really a question of anybody else being a she possibility. Might be, I, I would go most valuable. I don't think I don't know that she's the best player. But Merit, it, I mean, Merit Beeson, yeah. It, well, and the reason is is because other teams change their offense and how they attack based on where they think Lexi Rodriguez is going right. to be. When teams change their offense because of single player, that player is pretty damn special. Yeah. Uh, flip side, though, Merritt Beeson, I mean, holy smokes. One one of the most, I, I have a feeling next year, her senior year, I, you're talking player of the year candidate here. Right. Um, and, and possibly even this year, depending on, you know, if, if what happens with the remainder of the season. Uh, I, I thought, she's just insane. I thought Whitney Lonstein was going to be a big loss, and then I saw Merritt Beeson play, and I thought, well, I guess that's not the case necessarily. You know, the interesting thing with Merritt Beeson was the, the article written uh, about her uh, earlier this week. I believe Amy Justa, the Journal Star, wrote it, and she said, when I went in the portal, you know, I had a handful of teams in my head. I like, I really want to look into yeah, this team, I, I that, that team, article. and the other team. Well written. And then... Lo and behold, <laughs> Becca Alec goes to John Cook and said, uh, hey, screenshot, we need her on our team. Go get her. Right. And so the very first call that she takes after she enters the portal just happens to be with John Cook and Jalen Reyes. And she gets to town and she's like, oh, I get, I it. get it now. Right. I get why people, why they're this good. Well, and she had some interesting, interesting comments in that she said that, there was a feeling that the, the she had this feeling that it couldn't put her finger on it necessarily. And it, she was talking about culture. And sometimes you, you don't know why culture is so strong or why it's so good, but you can feel it. Yeah. And, and Nebraska volleyball has that feel like a togetherness, a culture. And John Cook is obviously the guy that's built that culture and maintained the culture. Um, but I think at some point, and I think Nebraska bat, football was certainly uh, that way in the 90s during the 60-3 and three run. It takes on a life of its own. Um, and there's a certain expectation. And it's not even from John Cook. It's just there's a certain expectation from the players. Like, you've, you felt like you better not get out of line or Christian or Jason Peter was going to be in your face. Like, when you have a, a team-built culture, it's more strong. Uh, it's It's a better foundation than a 
than a coach-led culture. And I think that's where Nebraska volleyball has been for quite a while, where they have a great, great leaders. The, the thing about Beeson, though, is she took over the mantle really quickly. Like, she was named captain almost as soon as she, she hit campus. Which was yeah, impressive. The, the, yeah, the, her and Lexi were named captains uh, on the plane ride back from Brazil, right. which, yeah. you know, you sit there and they had like Merritt Beeson had been on campus for, what, six weeks? Yeah. Uh, or two months, maybe, tops. And, um, but have, it, have the basketball captains been announced? I not, don't think they have. No, no, not that I know of. Who would you expect to be captain? I, I think it's not even a question. Jawan Gary uh, is going to be a, a guy that you're going to say he's our captain. Um, other than I that, I think maybe a ring be, mask or well, a Josiah say, Alec. Well, I was going to say, and then you've got three other guys that are all transfers that you kind of go, well, you know, <laughs> and yeah. that would be ring mask, Josiah Alec, and Bryce Christensen. And it was no doubt that it was, you know, Bandamel and Greasel. I mean, those were just the guys that the, were the, whether they're captains or not, they were the leaders. Yeah. Um, and it feels like Gary's a good pick. He's a really good pick. I don't know. From a vocal standpoint, if he's captain, I, I don't know if he's a captain or not. The one caveat with that, though, is he's suspended for a violation of team rules. Captains don't violate team rules. Yeah. So, well, regardless, yeah. bottom line, the, this, from an inside source, and, and, and I trust this inside source, I think you're married to her, um, <laughs> they're going to be one of the best offensive rebounding teams like yeah. that. Nebraska basketball has ever yeah, seen. My wife had a chance to go to a practice the other day, and it just says they're they're really well. And Sam Sam Hoiberg has talked about it, yeah. on, and I've heard him talk about it in detail that the practices are really physical. And this is a team with those three guys. You're talking about Rink Mask, who's six ten and just a very good rebounder. Anyway, uh, Jop is is a guy that I think is going to be a great rebounder. He's uh, not necessarily a, a regular starter, I don't think, on a regular basis. But he's a he's a great rebounder. I, I just think, and, and Josiah Alec, I think Josiah Alec is is a guy that's going to get you eight to ten, every, offensively too, not just you know defensive boards. These guys are going to get multiple looks at the basket because of rebounding. Josiah Alec reminds like <laughs> the offensive lineman count pancake blocks, like. Josiah Alec is going to lead the team in blockouts that put defenders in the third row. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) From what I've heard with the way he goes after, and it's all, you know, within the rules, it's all the way you're supposed to play. But man, when he goes at and he's even alluded to the fact with Eli Rice, he's like, I'm trying to show him this is what it's going to be like. You can't rebound like like a high school kid. Yeah. Yeah. No, you don't. You You will get thrown out of the lane in the Big Ten. Yeah. Get low, um, get leverage, and uh, and do your job. So, so we'll uh, do score updates. Obviously, Nebraska doned the exhibition game at PBA tonight. We'll talk a lot about that. But we got to get into football in detail with Stephen M. Sipple, uh, who was at the game yesterday, has written a lot about it uh, for Husker Online. We'll talk to Stephen M. Sipple coming up next.